Radical. Welcome to this week's episode of the Print on Demand cast. Each week, join the gnarly Travis and Josiah as they provide insight into the print on demand industry and equip you with the totally tubular tools, advice, and strategies you need to achieve success and hopefully have a few laughs along the way. Now, on to this week's totally tubular show. Everybody, welcome back to the Print On Demand cast in the format that you're probably used to seeing it and or listening to it. Last week was a nice uh, beta test of the uh, in-person interview remote satellite gimmick schnabitz. I'm forgetting the word for it, but basically (laughs) what it means is we can record in person pretty (laughs) seamlessly. And I think we might break it out again next week for our uh, episode that we're going to release before Thanksgiving because... Mm. Any excuse to go to William Oliver's is uh, that is that is good. I think no, I think it is mind. actually. I think it is actually called a Schneebitz. So is it right? Off. Okay, yeah, cool. it's a Schneebitz. Well, yeah, patent pending, trademark, register, whatever, patent Schneebitz. So uh, here we are, episode one seventeen. We have uh, an interview for you guys today that uh, really was was really a lot of fun. Just had a good conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, with uh, John Yogodzinski. I can't believe I almost forgot his name. I'm so sorry, John. Uh, Please don't not hang out with us in January. John Yogodzinski and his his stepdaughter, Kaylee, uh, who was there with him um, about the Print Hustlers podcast. And so uh, before we get... Conference. Conference, not the podcast. They have that, but we're talking about the conference. We would never talk about another podcast (laughs) on this show. Uh, Anyway... Um, yeah, so before we get into that, though, it is Monday night. Uh, Travis, how was your Monday today there at Make Your Mark Design? Uh, it was it was busy. I am seeing orders increasing, so we had a lot of uh, a lot more um, activity with our orders over the weekend. So, um, and we're still trying to you know finish out some orders that we had gotten for local clients and. Yeah, uh, I think I think I closed two more sales. I've got one more that's coming in tomorrow for another bulk nice. order, and I'm like, man, I really, really, really hope that we can get all this done before the floodgates really open because they're yeah they're starting to it's starting to trickle. But uh, you know, no complaints. Uh, weekend was great. Arsenal won. They are top of the league by nice. five points, and they will be through Christmas because. They're doing a World Cup break right now because the World Cup starts here in a few weeks and or like in a week or something. Uh, it's the first time or I don't know, maybe I think it's the first time that they've ever done it in like our winter. Um, they always do it in the summer, but it's because it's in Qatar this year. And mm. if it was uh, if they did it in the summer, they would kill people <laughs> because it would <laughs> be too hot. Um, so, yeah, so they broke up the middle of the, the uh, Premier League season right in the middle of it. It's unprecedented. We have no idea how it's going to affect the season, Um, but we've been playing all kinds of games, but they just keep winning. It's so fun to watch Arsenal. That's awesome. Um, And no one else cares about that except for one guy in our Facebook group and me. Um, (laughs) So we'll just move on from that. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's awesome. That's fantastic. Um, Yeah, that that sounds like it. And the Chiefs, I believe, did they pull out the victory? Yeah, they They sure did. Yeah, that was a good weekend. My fantasy teams did not pull out victories. No, mine has not either. 
I am currently, I think, losing. I was up a little bit, but this guy has, yeah, I'm done. He's the winning by two points, and he still has two players in the game, so we're done. Uh, but yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so yeah, my, see, I was just telling you before we were recording, went to Montana over the weekend and yep. toured some breweries, went to like 12 breweries or so um in montana apparently montana as a state has more breweries than the entire like in the entire nation like it's the most breweries in one state they have the record so um because mm-hmm. bozeman's a really Who big knew? college town missoula is a huge college town uh and then of course billings is where we were but yeah it was a good time celebrating 21st birthdays and there's a lot of stories that i have yet to even tell you off air about what happened mm-hmm. uh those nights which is a lot of fun uh, all at the expense of my nephew, who will never listen to this show, so I can tell them freely if I ever wanted to. But it was a great weekend <laughs> with family, and um, so all around good. And today, just kind of catching up because I took uh, Wednesday through Friday off of work, so now it's just catching up on emails and calls and mm-hmm. following up with clients, and yeah. you know, doing all that kind of stuff. So overall, really good. But we can get into uh, kind of what we have for today's episode or tonight's episode mm-hmm. whenever you're listening to this we're just recording it at night you can listen to it whenever uh so yeah talk about a little bit you know john reached out to you or you saw you follow him on social media mm-hmm. you saw he was there at this conference so kind mm-hmm. of talk about how this conversation came to be and then we'll just go straight into it yeah i mean i i, I think we started out in the interview with this so uh basically i just saw that he was there and i was like hey come on the show and talk about you know your experience and he's like well, yeah there's a lot of stuff this is really cool and i was like can we do a whole show for it and he was like i think we can so guess what you guys get a whole show Boom. of john yeah. and kaylee talking about print hustlers conference in fort worth texas yes fort worth texas so it sounded like a great time you guys are about to hear even more about it get some great dad jokes we put kaylee on the spot ask her the magic questions and uh, here's some cool opportunities. You'll see if you're watching the video art, if you're watching the video edition, you're going to see a really awesome four hour embroidery piece that Kaylee mm-hmm. did that is incredible. So mm-hmm. uh, settle in and uh, we're going to go straight to our conversation. Our main event with John Yoganinsky and Kaylee Betts for this week's main event of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the main event. All right, Travis, for this week's main event, we have an interview. I think it's everyone's favorite episodes when there's interviews because they hear less of you and I uh, <laughs> rambling, and there's a lot less waffle section uh, when True. in these episodes because uh, we have other people that are far more interesting and oftentimes smarter than we are to come talk about cool stuff. So I'm super excited. Uh, one of these uh, guests has been on the show before. He's a returning guest, and he is bringing with him his printer extraordinaire which is an, an official position that was not decided upon five minutes before I pressed record and will be on all the new business cards uh, that ever get printed for Kaylee Betts, who is joining him for this week's main event. Please welcome John Yogazinski and Kaylee Betts. Welcome to the Print On Demand cast. John, welcome back. Kaylee, welcome for the first time to the show. Thanks for uh, taking time and chatting with us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Kaylee's really excited. She's just like <laughs> chomping at the bit. <laughs> To get in on the discussion. Um, <laughs> well, I uh, actually, the reason we're doing this is um, uh, I followed John on social media. And John, you were recently at 
um, the print Hunt, print hustlers conference um, down in Texas. And so I, I just contacted you and I said, Hey, it'd be really cool. If you know, you want to come on, we do like maybe a point of interest. You could just tell us kind of what some of the cool things that you learned. And, and uh, you were like, yeah, that, that sounds great, but I'll tell you what, I've got enough to fill a whole show. So John, mm. It's all on you, buddy. If this thing goes south, we're just going <laughs> to shut up and you're just going to have to fill the whole yeah. time. Yeah, you're going to have to just vamp. <laughs> yeah. so, no I pressure mean, or anything. No. So print hustlers in what? Three words? That's all you want, right? <laughs> yes. Tacos, rolls. <laughs> right? <laughs> well, I did pull up the schedule. So so print hustlers comp was uh, November 5th. On a Saturday through Monday, November 7th, it was in Fort Worth, Texas. Um, and uh, why don't you just kind of give us an overview of like what it is and like why you went. Um, and then we'll kind of get into like what kind of things you guys learned while you were there. Yeah, I mean, it's always been on my radar. Um, but I, I, you know, it's so it's put on by Printavo, but you don't have to be a Printavo user to go to it. Mm -hmm. And uh you know, like think like Saturday or yeah, Saturday there was like a workshop for Printable, but we were just like flying in, so we missed that. Okay. But um, there was like happy hours and welcome dinners, and I think unlike trade shows, this was structured, but you had more time to connect with people outside of the the event. So, okay. like really a lot of um, awesome. interesting conversations outside of the normal speaking engagements. So I, I feel like we we took a lot from those engagements more than. Like, like Saturday or Sunday, which was the main day, was just a mm -hmm. lot of overwhelming, like lean and everything we're doing at the shop is wrong and we got to figure things out. <laughs> but um, you know, there's some really interesting um, people and people that like I've even followed from a distance. Like they had the guy from um, Mama's Sauce and he talked about how he, mm. you know, transitioned out and sold his business. And, and uh, mm -hmm. some of his stories were just kind of very interesting where. Like, you know, you, you get the Instagram view of everybody's business where everything's all peachy keen. And he's talking about how, it's right. like, I, I don't know what I was doing or we got rid of the only thing that was making us money. And, and it was kind of neat. And I even got to, like, connect with him afterwards, which is really cool because I've always looked up to them. because I, I love the <laughs> the, uh, you know, the, the, the handmade letterpress or silkscreen posters. Like, I'm an avid collector of those, those show posters and things like that. Mm. But um, I, I think for us, like. Uh, a Texas was really cool. Like uh, during the first, uh, they had a, two sessions on lean, and like we were in this cool, I don't know what you want to call that. It was like a radio recording studio type uh, building. It was like bench seating, mm -hmm. but um, in the back they had people doing um, video editing for like a, a bull or what, like a PBR event. So mm -hmm. it, it, like they were like TV recording studio, but like when the first group oh, went wow. out, uh, there was only like for this big arena, like a bathroom with two stalls. So, so you know, the, the immediate thing is like, there's a big long line of uh, people waiting for the bathroom. Like, ah, I'm going to walk out and see if there's another bathroom. And then like where the event was, there's like bulls that walk the, the main road for like twice a day. What? Yeah. So, so I posted on my Instagram story. It was like the weirdest. Cause I was like trying to cross the street to go to like a coffee shop to go to the bathroom. They're like, no, you can't cross. I'm like, why not? And they're like, well, the bulls are gonna. I'm like, what? What do you mean the bulls are gonna cross? <laughs> and sure enough, five minutes later, they only in Texas. Yeah, twelve of them walk through, and you can get your picture taken. And it's it's like so. <laughs> just seeing Texas was really cool. And I know um, historically, print or print hustlers has been in like Chicago, so it's kind of neat that they're 
going to different cities. And I feel like uh, Brett, who has printed threads, like really made you feel like, like these are the cool hot spots to check out and, and kind of made you feel welcome. Like, I think during the, um, the one class, I think it was the uh, covered in ink, Ryan Katsperian, he had like a family issue. So he couldn't um, like actually do his talk, but they pulled an audible mm-hmm. and pulled the guy from like the uh, visitors center to kind of talk and just kind of talk about how, you can, as a shop, be more community-minded and, and kind of make cool things happen. So, but I mean, I, I think, in a nutshell, like the event is—I I feel like this is way more worth it than a trade show because I feel like a trade show you have to work to kind of get stuff out of it. And this mm-hmm. was kind of like, here's what you're gonna do, and then we're gonna feed you, and then you're gonna do more, do more learning, and then we're gonna feed you booze, and then we're gonna. So, <laughs> nice. So it was a lot of of fun, and I think my biggest takeaway is like. I think when we did this episode a while back, I was like very at the cusp of like, Hey, I want to be a lean manufacturer, but I had no idea how to implement it. But some of the people mm-hmm. that um, they had talk really broke it down to, to a science. And it was just kind of like easier than I thought it was going to be to implement. And I don't want to talk the whole time. So I want to make sure. Daily has- <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you said a lot. You said like most of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, it was it was a really great experience, like getting to um, talk with other people in the industry, and that's like even some of the speakers were like, you know, you can come here and you can listen to people talk and take what you will from it, but getting to um, talk with other people in in the industry was I feel like a highlight, like mm-hmm. even um, we were at the same hotel as um, some some other people and we were like eating breakfast with them and just talking shop like in the mornings, which, yeah. you know, that's that was fun, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I also feel like at any of these shows, like screen printers have a certain look to them. <laughs> so <laughs> it's kind of like, you know, you're, you're in a touristy area, but like I could talk to that person because he looks like me or, you know. <laughs> nice but no it was it was i would highly recommend it if if you have the opportunity to go because um just the camaraderie and and uh there was something i was going to say but i totally blanked so so do you guys do you guys use printavo in your uh shop no we're on deco network which that was the one funny thing where i think uh someone's like so do you guys use printavo and i'm like no and they're like why are you here (laughs) so (laughs) But the awkward thing, look at the list of speakers like not all of them are, are from screen print industries like the, the sure the fast cap guys what if they make what widgets or some yeah so, so nothing even related but they they look at it from a manufacturing standpoint of lean and i mm-hmm. think the biggest takeaways from those talks where it's like don't follow exactly what we say take the principles and apply it to your shop so that mm. kind of like just any kind of improvement. And then even on the plane ride back, I was listening to a, a lean book that I downloaded and, and like just taking simple acts of like your morning routine. If you have to, you know, walk three steps to go get sugar and then walk four steps to get cream or there are ways to lean your breakfast. So you're saving. And then like that incremental kind of like compound interest saves you mm-hmm. how many weeks in a year or whatever it is. Right. I, I like- think, from people that aren't in the industry because it's not like 
um, you know, you hear them talk about their shop and it's like, oh, we could try that in our shop, but it probably won't work in your shop because everyone's like very different. So mm -hmm. I like hearing from people that aren't in the, in the industry to be like, oh, that's, that's an interesting take on something. Well, and the other thing too, um, the last day, which was optional, they had like some cool shop tours of, you know, the actual print shops, but we got to uh, walk around SNS Activewear, which was kind of really eye-opening. Nice. Kind of That's made, awesome. Made me feel not as bad when I get a, a shirt or a box of shirts that are wrong. I'm like, well, shit, <laughs> I saw how they do it. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, like they're, they're just zipping around on these little carts and you know, picking like it's pulling orders. Yeah. 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 And they're doing them like four bins at a time and it, it's, it's crazy. But, but in addition mm -hmm. to that, like you could have like that, that was the weird thing. You could have went to SNS active or there was a place called Renfro salsa. So you could see how salsa is made. <laughs> so, nice. <laughs> but um, no, I, I thought it was great. And I'm looking forward to going to these, you know, kind of every year because I think I did one during the pandemic where it was just like a virtual tour or a virtual. Yeah webinar yeah. thing and that was interesting to to see some because like i know in the past they've booked names that like uh the guy that uh wrote the pumpkin plan mike mccallowitz was a yeah mike mccallowitz mm -hmm. yeah so well, i saw like um justin lawrence from oklahoma shirt company isn't that like a massive freaking operation that he's got going on do you did you guys or did you see him or did you like attend any of his talks or anything well was he i just remember him he was the mc i, I, I believe Oh, right. was he okay? Yeah, so I'm not sure. I just to... see, I just have a list of speakers here on on uh, this page with this with the schedule and everything, and I just saw his name, and I remember, I don't remember who, which it might have actually been the Printavo Print Hustlers podcast that I heard them interviewing him, and his his if it's that same company, it's like just massive now, and and they. You know, it's kind of one of the, and I think it was, he was talking a lot about lean and how that's really impacted them. And let's, let's actually, let's actually switch gears a little bit and, and jump into kind of, uh, I mean, we've been saying the word lean and we're not talking about diets. Um, so John, why don't you share with the listeners, like, what do you mean when you say lean? And then we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit. Cause I'm interested in hearing like how that has affected you and and maybe we'll just tell you to shut up and ask kaylee how that's affected you guys since yeah. you moved back. <laughs> but go ahead and tell tell us uh give us a little definition of what you mean when you say lean yeah so i kind of talked to him about just improving you know shaving seconds off of what you're doing um and and the easiest way that i've kind of taken and adopted lean is kind of you basically need to fix what bugs you so um, one thing they talked about was uh, wherever there's like, if someone asks you a question, you want to have an answer right there available. So it's kind of, it's a, it's a new process. And one, one takeaway that we're starting to implement at our shop is uh, little QR codes that link to a video that's on a, a, a private YouTube channel of anything from like, Hey, here's how you clean up the embroidery backing. Or I, I did one mm -hmm. just to kind of get my feet wet of, Hey, the water cooler uh, thing in the bottom's empty. Here's how you replace it. So, so, you know, just kind of, and eventually mm -hmm. our shop's going to look like, you know, uh, a teenage boy with acne where there's QR codes everywhere, but <laughs> I'm hoping it really <laughs> solves some of the, the problems where like as business owners, I feel like everyone comes to us. And if we, 
are very like, oh, yeah, I'll help you, I'll help you, I'll help you. It's it's good natured, but it's also detrimental because there's only so many hours in the day and being able to kind of empower people to figure things out on their own or or this is a process that you haven't we don't do all the time. But here's the documentation. So you're you're doing it correctly. And, you know, if things do um, get messed up, it's not blaming the person, it's blaming the process. Because I think they, mm-hmm. they had an, an example where this, I think they sold a piece of equipment and the guy was like loading it onto a truck and the piece of equipment fell off the truck or fell off mm-hmm. when they were loading it onto the truck. And like, you know, you, you should get mad at the guy, but really you should get mad at the process because that's not something you do all the time. And he wasn't, you know, doing anything negligent. He just didn't, it's not something, something that he does normally. So, mm-hmm. and then the other thing too, in addition to the videos, it's the, um, I guess some shops will start like uh, their day where they have like an hour where they just kind of clean and always try to improve things. And mm-hmm. um, the big thing is it's not like a top down approach. You want to get everybody involved so that like you're celebrating, like Kaylee can come to me and say, Hey, I shaved three seconds off of this. Or, or we're all kind of like trying to, and, and the thing is lean. It's not like, Hey, I'm lean. I'm great. You're always trying to improve. So to, mm-hmm. to build that energy and have other people really get behind it and, and celebrate little wins and, and kind of um, address the importance of like uh, something as simple as this wrench is not where it should be. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. We're, we're losing however long much time to, to find that, that wrench or tool or whatever you need where yeah. you pump out that many more t-shirts or whatever you're doing. Yeah. I remember, um, uh, I've, I'm familiar with the concept of lean. And, uh, I remember, uh, I had a friend who had a warehouse and it was a, you know, good size warehouse, um, like five, five, 6,000 square feet. Um, and they had, um, they were, they were doing, they weren't doing printing. They were doing more like wholesale shipments and things like that. And they had uh, like a hand truck, you know, they would move boxes and move stuff. And maybe it was a pallet jack. I can't, maybe I think it was a pallet jack because they, but um, they ended up buying three more pallet jacks just so they wouldn't have to go all the way down 5,000 square feet to the other end to get the pallet jack and then bring it back. So they had spaces that they outlined, just like you're talking about for the pallet jack. And they had four of them in different areas. And so you were always, and when you were done, you put it back there and it was always, you know, within, you know, 15 steps of you or whatever, if you needed a pallet jack at any one of their entries. So, I mean, it's things like that, that, um, while you're like, man, I don't want to buy three more pallet jacks. That's, that's a lot of money. But when you extrapolate the time savings over the course of a year or multiple years, um, those pallet jacks actually, saved you money in the long mm-hmm. run well, is that some is that similar to kind of um what you guys are are trying to think about implementing at the graphic hive i mean i have three pallet jacks but our, our, our shop's really small so i don't think we need that many to, <laughs> <laughs> to navigate and we don't do that much pallets anyways but um right. no I, I think there are there are things where um yeah, I, I used to keep all the tools in, in one toolbox and it was kind of unorganized. But if there's something that needs to be readily available, mm-hmm. you know, it should be. And, and I'm, I've always uh, and Kaylee can attest to this. Uh, people call me Hurricane John where I'll do something on the weekend and then like, <laughs> they'll come in and there's like tools everywhere. And I, I'm the worst at, at that kind of thing, <laughs> but trying to be more disciplined. And, and the other thing, too, is 
the one guy talked about how he, he like I think he had bankers come into his shop and they were saying that like wow this is really organized and everything's great but because he wasn't doing lean he was kind of sitting on excess inventory and like having excess kind of uh, compounds with the cost to manage it, the cost to store it, all that kind of stuff. So I'm even trying to, like, we used to have a lot of extra t-shirts from, you know, when you're printing stuff, we just have extra in case there's manufacturer defects or something happens during the printing process, but I'm trying to just eliminate that. So we have less stuff to deal with. So, hmm. <laughs> so Kaylee, it's your turn. What are some of the things that you feel like, um, either you have already done since you've been back or you want to do that, you know, you may or may not have already told John about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he kind of said some of the stuff that I already, like I wanted to talk about. Um, I really liked the idea of taking like 30 minutes or an hour at the beginning of each day or like, you know, a few days out of the week to like clean and keep your space organized because that's something that like we always put off in our shop. We're like, okay, we're going to do cleaning on like the end of the day on Friday. And then mm -hmm. end of the day on Friday comes and we're like, oh, we don't have time to clean. Like something goes wrong during the day and yeah. then we have to yeah. like, you know, play catch up. So like taking time at the beginning of the day because it's important to like have a clean space because then everyone feels like better about being in that space. Um and they also talked about the three S's. That's kind of like um, sweep, sort, and standardize. I got my own notes. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, so like in the morning you come in and you like clean up your area a little bit, and then you like find one, like you find one thing and you like sort through it. And like the example that they had was like a bunch of like wrenches. Like they had um, at Print Hustlers, they were talking about they had um, just like this big bin of all like these wrenches. So they like went through and they sorted them and they just picked out all the ones that like they have duplicates of and got rid of all those. And then like standardized that like, okay, this is where these go. And like anytime that you need one, like it's going to be here and it's like easy mm -hmm. to go and just find that. So mm -hmm. um, that's something that I really want to do is just take time in the morning to like try and put those um, processes in place because I'm not going to lie. We're a little, <laughs> a little yeah. unorganized. Right I'm, now. I'm guilty where I have a, a toolbox with probably 800 Allen keys. And I guarantee you 50% of them are the same Allen key. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And I also liked one thing that they had said was anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. So basically, like, just get something in place. Just start doing mm. something. Like, it doesn't have to be fine-tuned. As long as you just start mm. doing it, you can keep making improvements to it. Interesting. Two, Kaylee didn't mention, um, and I want to figure out how to implement a little bit more, are the Kanban cards. Mm. Yep, we do. We have, we use those here at, uh, at our shop for our yeah. stock. I stuff yeah, yeah. I, I did the lazy where way where i have a slack channel called like shopping list and i ask people to take pictures but sometimes you don't get all the information you need or mm -hmm. or you think you say hey could you add this and it never happens or it never gets ordered so being able to just have those cards where it kind of when should you order where do we order it from you yeah know, yeah like, i know um i think Corey from floodway some of his it's like he has like QR codes that'll generate an email to almost make the order. All you gotta do is hit send. Wow. It doesn't even need to involve whoever's doing hmm. it. So 
Wow. Yeah, ours ours are um, they have they're you know they're those laminated cards and they have like three or four uh, QR codes that take you to the potential or the the website. You know you got to be logged in, but it takes you to that page for that product. The only challenge is is that we kind of when we did this, it was kind of in the middle of uh, COVID, and and stock was like so terrible. <laughs> Like we have changed some of our preferred providers now. And so there may be out of order, um, you know, for certain things. And, and we, um, we haven't taken the time to like go through all of them and redo them all. But, um, but yeah, when they're fine tuned, when they're working, man, it's, it's really great to get down to the last, whatever, um, you know, you have a few left or whatever and you go, okay, well, uh, that's where the card was Pull the yeah. card and put it in with the rest of your orders for everything else. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, Kanban is, is actually, isn't that a, is that a Japanese term or a Japanese word? Um, yeah, there, are you familiar with that? There were a few Japanese words and phrases that I had notes for that, like kind of played into the philosophy. I'm not sure what it mm -hmm. actually means, but. Yeah, lean lean manufacturing and it kind of originated with the Toyota Motor Company um in I think the 80s or 90s and mm -hmm. and it's really kind of just blossomed from there and it's it's taken over a lot of um you know you you uh, the Six Sigma and all, all of that stuff kind of in encapsulates some of that. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of talking out of my butt right now. Cause I don't know a whole, whole lot about it. I know just <laughs> enough to fill a podcast, you know, 60 seconds or so. And, uh, <laughs> and then what we've actually implemented here, I think I actually, um, there is a, the guy that you're listening to on, on the way home you were talking about. I think I know who you're talking about. Cause I remember his story about the, these the cream and sugar and all of that in the morning and he's yeah. got he's got that on like a podcast and he's got a little book and and the whole deal and it's if you want to get into the lean manufacturing um ideals he is a great follow what do you remember his name john so the, the book is two second lean by paul a acres Paul Akers. Yep. Paul yeah. Akers. And he's got a ton of videos. He actually owns a manufacturing plant, a facility, and they've made it completely lean. And he is like over the top lean thing. <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, borderline. He needs medication is what I'm talking about. Yeah. But if you go, you can search his name um, and just look at some of his videos on YouTube of his actual facility and some of the things that they've done to to uh to lean up to shave seconds off of you know packaging this particular product or whatever and you know making sure that you have everything within you know at your station that you can just grab it off the shelves and you don't have to like take steps to go get it and i mean just all of that is um it's it's really fascinating when you when you jump in and i i i too heard some people talking about it and kind of started going down the rabbit hole and got really excited <laughs> about it and that's why we have Kanban cards here. You know, yeah. we have um, we have stations that, you know, for packing that have, uh, you know, you've got your your tape gun, your and they're they're color coded, so you know, okay, that's the green station. This is the blue station. You know, and and don't don't put your green tape gun on my blue station. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and so we've implemented some of those things, and it does, you know, it does sound a little bit crazy you know you're like why the heck do you care whose gun it is you know or tape gun well 
if if I need one, I don't want to have to go looking for it. I need right. the one that's on the blue table, you know, and um, and it does make sense the more you get into it. But uh, yeah, Paul Aker, Paul Akers, I would highly recommend our listeners. Just if you're interested in this at all, go search YouTube for some of his videos. And um, he's got some free re resources and things like that. This little podcast thing that he's got that has like the whole book read for you. Um, and, and yeah, so that's my little spiel on that. Now, <laughs> um, I did want to, I did want to, um, so last time John was on, um, we were talking about the graphic hive and I, I, you know, he's very gracious to, to come on the show. And then he actually sent us a gift and I posted about this in the Facebook group and he sent us these really cool shirts that if you're watching, you can kind of see it's got a, he's actually wearing one, I think right now, but mm -hmm. it's got the graphic hive left chest. And then on the back, it's got this baller, <laughs> baller dog, man. It's super, super cool. The graphic, uh, let's see if I can get it centered there. There you go. Yeah. That's pretty, pretty awesome. Um, and it's, and then he's got these really cool uh, stickers that he sent us too. Print dogs, graphic hive print dogs. <laughs> um, but I did hear when we were asking Kaylee, is like, Kaylee, what do you do at the graphic hive? She was like, uh, a little of everything. And <laughs> she, you, you guys showed us uh, something that she did do, uh, her first embroidery job. And you know how we feel about embroidery here on the Print on Demand cast. Yes. Show that thing. Show that. Guys, if you're watching, that is embroidery. Yeah. It's four, you said four hours? Take? Is that what you said? It's four hours. It's 144,000 stitches. <laughs> I know, Josiah, you said, you know, you rage quit when you're on the embroidery machine. I do. Kaylee's still working. So. <laughs> well, my question to you, Kaylee, is what's your preferred drink when you're manning? The embroidery station. <laughs> I, <laughs> I need to know. Well, okay. So here's the thing with that job is I actually did that like off the clock. Um, I was, um, I was going to spend the night at work because it's close to the bars. So I was like, <laughs> sure. before I go out, I'll just run these real quick. And then, like by the time they were done, it was like that. Four hours later. Out. My gosh, <laughs> that is incredible. You could have just started the damn thing and gone and got a drink, had a couple of them, and then come back. The yeah. amount of times that I had to replace the bobbin, I believe I it, yeah. it, it would have never gotten done. Yeah, that's yeah. one thing I'd like to invent is the continuous bobbin. <laughs> yeah, the, the everlasting the self replenishing bobbin. bobbin. Yeah, everlasting yeah. bobbin. Everlasting yeah. bobbin. Sounds, be like a, sounds like a uh, Willy Wonka invention. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. Well, um, is there anything else about the conference uh, you want to you want to share? Anything? Any other like cool speakers or cool like maybe techniques? I mean, we are on the print on demand cast, and you guys are doing more um, more screen printing. I don't know how much print on demand per se you guys are doing, um, but was there anything that like from this conference that dove into kind of print on demand or fulfillment by demand or anything like that, that they were sharing? Um, not really, like, really. I feel like, uh, trying to think of some of the, so the one thing I did like, um, at the end and they're kind of a, I don't know if the, it's a competing podcast or if you even care, but, um, uh, we don't care. Yeah. So, uh, shirt show had a panel where they brought in, uh, Tony from tiny fish and what was the other, uh, 
guy. I, I forget, but um, mm-hmm. it was kind of neat because they talked. It was more of like a wrap up than original. Like originally, I think the thing was supposed to be about shop hacks, but I think everyone listens to the, their podcast and knows all the different shop hacks. But really, mm-hmm. it was kind of a nice uh, wrap up of Lean and and kind of how other shops are implementing it. And then the other thing too that I think is a big takeaway. And doesn't necessarily have to be like screen printer folks. I think there might be a DTG channel on it, but um, Shirtcho has a Discord channel, which is kind mm-hmm. of like unlike the Facebook groups where everyone's all negative and you know ripping <laughs> apart the newbie. Um, they try to keep it very friendly, and it's actually organized by like different categories. So like Discord's similar to Slack, and uh, it's probably one of the most active things I've ever seen. Where I've, I, ter- I turned off all the notifications because it was just ridiculous. But uh, it's good to every once in a while just go in there for, you know, 20 minutes, go through, like, there's a lean channel, there's an embroidery channel, there's, uh, you know, discussions about the show and things like that. So I think it's kind of neat that all of us are in the same industry and we're so willing to share just Mm -hmm. what we know or what what problems we're faced with and people are there to kind of hopefully help out and not be dicks about it. I mean, there are yeah. that are, that's, all, that's all their MO is. Like, I think it's what screen printing shittiest is my funniest thing on Facebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> so would you say that um, the conference, in, in, like at least mo- a lot of the conference wasn't necessarily just about screen printing or, or techniques or anything like that, that if, a, if somebody like me who does, I've never, never pulled a squeegee, never, ever, um, if I came, would I have had uh, a, as a positive experience as you did just because of the relationships and maybe some of the topics that weren't necessarily so technical? I, I believe so, because at the end of the day, whether it's it's in a seminar or it's you see some like you see someone uh, across the room that's waiting for tacos and you're just talking about like what their shop is and you're just learning a little bit more. And, and I think the, mm-hmm. the neat thing is I kind of want to going like a shop tour of like you know up and down the east coast like it's oh i'm on vacation but hey this shop this print shop's here i'm gonna go hang out with them for an hour or two you know like that kind of neat camaraderie is really invaluable and mm-hmm. yeah it's 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 something I, i've never seen in any other industry so hmm. that's cool kaylee is this the first like conference that you've been to or have um, you been to other shows and trade shows or conferences or anything like that the first one that I ever went to was earlier this year in Long Beach. And then uh-huh. we went to Atlantic City and then Vegas and then Texas. Yeah. So that was my fourth. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and honestly, so went to Print part, United? Yeah, we went to Print United. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Which was insane. Yeah. It, it is. So it, that is the most yeah, insane show wild, ever. Yeah. Yeah. too much stuff too many robots doing way too much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, i think we went when it was still sgia i think the last mm-hmm. year that it was sgia yeah. is when we were there um so so yeah okay it, it sounds like you are a well-versed trade show conference well, now. And, and so. prior to this year all we did was atlantic city like it was, it was hmm. i think this year i'm really trying to evaluate which ones are worthwhile which ones sure makes sense and and mm-hmm. you know the, i think the one thing you can't take away from trade shows are being able to see equipment and talk to manufacturers and exactly and learn from that standpoint but i also mm-hmm. do like this it almost felt like going to college or something like that where you know <laughs> well it had everything there it's like okay we're gonna 
here's your class from this time to this time, and then yeah. we'll eat some tacos, and then we're gonna have beer later, and then we'll do it all again tomorrow. <laughs> right, right. Are you are you uh, planning on going to ISS Long Beach uh, in January? That's up in the air. I mean, um, we really wants to go. You can tell. <laughs> well, we're going secretly. We're, we're going. We'll Come there. on. Whoop, whoop, whoop. in tandem this time wait this way in tandem this time so. <laughs> no we actually have an interesting opportunity that cross our fingers goes through but um when we were at uh pretty united we were talking to uh the people at rock and mm -hmm. kaylee was joking around going because like, i think Lindsay was asking hey are you guys going to iss and it's like is rock paying for it and she's like well if you can run a press we might be able to <laughs> so and that got my gear spinning where we actually work with an artist named Johnny Romeo from Australia. Mm. And um, we've printed some cool uh, versions of his artwork. Actually, I have a thing on the wall I'll kind of show real quick. Oh. Yeah, this is great. Oh, wow. That's oh, awesome. That's super cool. Yeah, so it's kind of like pop art, very colorful. Um, mm -hmm. But uh, he's actually going to be in Los Angeles around the time of Long Beach. So assuming hmm. all goes well with the powers of be at rock, we might be running a press printing Johnny Romeo shirts and Johnny. Lee nice. Right there besides us. <laughs> so, that's awesome. That's, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll, we'll definitely have to, uh, if you guys end up going, let us know and we'll, we'll, yeah, uh, we'll connect. Well, you're teaching we'll a class, out. aren't you? Right. Yep. I'm going to teach a class on print on demand and uh, tell all these print shop owners, you know, why they're leaving money on the table. Because uh, there's so much money in the print-on-demand game, and they probably have some equipment that can help them get into it. And they yeah. might have to buy a machine or something like that. But overall, they're very well positioned to, you know, to to win in the in the print-on-demand game. So we'll see how that goes. I, I mean, I've never our audience has always kind of been more of a, uh, you know, the person who's just getting into the game, they're just, you know, starting their business and, you know, we're trying to help them. Um, so this will be kind of the other side of it. It's like, these guys have established businesses, you know, they're at a trade show to look at, you know, thousand, 10,000, hundred thousand dollar, you know, pieces of equipment. And here I am saying, Hey, you should also look at this stuff because there's this whole other part of the printing industry yeah. that you're not aware of. When Josiah and I first uh, it was Portland. I know this is your interview, but um, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep talking. Um, when we first went to, yeah, Portland, it was the NBM, which is now the Graphics Pro Expos. Um, and when we were there, we were looking at all these, you know, different machines and just drinking from a fire hose. It was it was incredible. Um, but we, when we would talk to people, we would ask them about their e-commerce presence, and yep. and almost everyone was like. What do you mean? Why, why would I do e-comp? Why do I need that? I, you know, I, I have all these contracts with, you know, and I'm selling all this stuff locally. And we were like, oh my gosh, this industry hasn't really caught up with what's going on outside of the industry because yeah. e-commerce was booming, you know, and we were both in e-commerce just selling other things, not printing. Sure. And, and I've seen, I've seen a lot of things, you know, kind of catch up, I guess, but I still think that, um, there's just so much opportunity for people who already already know more than most of the people who are actually doing it, <laughs> sitting in yeah. their living room and having Printful or Printify fulfill all their stuff. You know, they have the ability to do what Printful and Printify can do, 
um, and sell their own stuff and have amazing margins because you're not selling at wholesale anymore. You're selling at retail, you know, and, and your cost of goods is the same. And you know, retail is going to get you a lot more money than wholesale is going to get you. <laughs> so anyway, that's the sneak peek. So I guess I was, ju I, I was just going to say that. I was just going to be like, ladies and gentlemen, Travis Ross, uh, what a great, great monologue. Uh, yeah, no, so not, we don't, we don't have to go to that class, John. Um, we can, we can go, we can get a head start on the breweries or go get a beer or something. There you go. Just text let Travis know where we're at at that point. Well, and I think that's where like we do have DTG in, in house. Mm -hmm. And I feel like DTG for us has been more of like, a. Oh, I don't want to set up a six color for yep. one t-shirt. Yeah. Like it's, yep. it's saved us, but it hasn't really proved like we don't have the business model yet to have like on, like I, we do stores for the different organizations and things, but I try to save mm -hmm. those as like pre-order bulk produce sure, ship and right. fill. And I haven't put my, you know, sunk my teeth into just a, a store that's open all the time. That is, Here's our yeah. morning where there's 20 shirts to get out or, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're still, we're still doing that kind of wholesale, but sort of retail and, and trying to evolve that into something Or you know, I do have a plethora of designs that either, you know, um, we, we just did on the side or, there you go. or, uh, you know, designs that clients like didn't like, and they're still good design, you know, like there's certain, mm -hmm. there's libraries and yeah. stuff. It's a matter of, getting it up there and the other thing too i want to do with my print on demand is make it uh, more self-service because uh, at the end of the day like if i'm sitting down with somebody i want to talk to them about many shirts not one you oh know, yeah I, of course yeah. It's, it's, and that's maybe that's like a lean thinking in terms of return on investment but uh, mm -hmm. but yeah that's that's been our struggles with dtg where it's it's, it's we're still learning it i'm i'm kind of accepting the quality limitations that it has but you know at the end of the day some of the end users don't don't care as much as a printer would so exactly yeah yeah, yeah for sure well that's that's actually good feedback because i think that's a that's one of the kind of uh objections that i would need to overcome it's like well why would i want to sell one shirt when i can sell a hundred or a thousand you know um, and that's an excellent, excellent point. Um, but if I can sell one shirt for 25 or 30 bucks, you know, and it, I've got $5 in it, you know, that's, if I can keep doing that, if I can mm -hmm. build that somehow into my model and, and lean that out, like the pro the process to get the art and choose the shirt and all of that, um, you know, there's, there's a lot more meat on the bone, um, it might not be as immediate as selling a thousand shirt order. I mean, hell I'll do a thousand shirt order, please. You know, and I'm going to sub it well, out to a guy like you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think some of the other thing too is, is the on demand and you know, they'll pay up front. It's the cash flow. Like, yeah. Exactly. I might sell a thousand shirts and not get paid till 30 days later <laughs> where, mm. you know, that 20 bucks is, is a six pack or whatever. <laughs> 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 so what you're saying is if you do shirts one at a time, you'll drink more. There you go. That's actually, that might be true as I sip on my Coors Light. Tonight. Yeah, exactly. Well, hey, um, 
Josiah, let's do let's do some magic questions with Kaylee because she didn't. Do I was last time. I was just gonna suggest that actually. Okay, I was getting into I'm gonna put you on the spot here, Kaylee, and uh, we're gonna go find those magic questions. And while we do that, I would like you to enjoy a erroneous and unnecessary bumper to the section that we usually call magic questions. magical every time mm -hmm. and it still hasn't been taken down for copyright so praise <laughs> the living god it's just not happened um okay uh travis i'll let you start which one do you want to go with here for kayla i mean i know i think we both know what the last one will be because yep, typically is but you pick one and then i'll pick one and then we'll hit her with the third one and she looks so nervous right now but you're gonna be, you're, you're gonna be fine it's gonna be just fine okay travis go ahead all right kaylee tell us about a time that something went horribly wrong in your business and what did you do uh... don't say start working here <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um a time that went something went horribly wrong. Help. <laughs> just something, maybe something you didn't, you know, you, that happened, and you're like, "Oh God, I I don't ever want to do that again." Hmm. Well, I, I have one where she was. I think this was the first time running a job on the auto by herself, and something was going on, and she just kind of left the machine and left it go. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so And I was like, oh, no, it's fine. Like, I can run the job. Like, it was already set up. I was like, I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. And, like, the shirts were, like, sticking to the screens. And it was just lifting. And I, it, like, I got, like, maybe five shirts in. And I was like, these all look awful. And he had told me, our press op told me, he's like, if things go wrong, just leave it. So I did. I left all the shirts <laughs> on the press. I left the press on. I, oh. I left work. Oh, no. I was like, so I the press was do. still operating. Huh? Well, it wasn't running; it was just on. Oh, it was on idle. Because yeah. yeah. oh, I have this, I have this mental image of the press just, you know, and the ink just yeah. keeps on going over and <laughs> over. Ink and everywhere, over. and. Um, so okay, so there's that one, and then a little less minor. Um, we had to refill our dip tank because the water was disgusting, and mm -hmm. we thought that I was like, all right we can um start refilling it like it'll take a while to refill it's kind of a big tank and uh so we left to go get lunch and <laughs> uh, while the tank while the dip tank was still filling and that we, came, we came back and i was like what's that sound and i look over and the floor is just like there is water everywhere i was like oh no holy shit i ran over i like ripped the the hose out of the dip tank i threw it in the washout booth and i grabbed the mop and i was like i was like i need we need to clean this up before before john sees it we before john it. sees it it was it was fine but i was like never gonna do that again well oh, that's speaking of the dark great. room uh what about the washer uh, okay one more um <laughs> one more so, yeah, how long is this podcast? <laughs> 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 so, one more. We have um, like 
our um we use bricks to hold the screens down um in the dip tank yeah, so because they, they kind of they're buoyant tank. so it pushes them down so right. the chemistry gets so we them. have bricks that will hold them down and this dip tank is right next to our washer and it was not me but somehow someone pushed a brick into the washer and i needed to um do a wash test on a shirt and i didn't oh, look no. in the washer i didn't figure that there would be anything in there so i put the shirt in and i turn it on and i walk away and i'm standing <laughs> the thing is i'm like i'm standing on the other side of like the wall that our washer is on and i'm like man what is that noise to just hear like thud thud later someone goes in and they're like why is there a brick in a washer and i'm like it's the cleanest brick after that yeah, yeah. wow oh, that's incredible gosh. all right well sh changing gears a little bit um Typically, this question is, why did you choose your specific area of expertise? But I guess what I want to know, just to give some more context and learn more of your story, is what brought you to the Graphic Hive? How did you find John? What was that like? What's your background? Are you a graphic artist? Were you just looking for a job? Um, how, how did you come into contact with, with John and, and the Graphic Hive? So it all started in... Like uh, the early 2010s when John met my mom. <laughs> so um, John is actually my stepdad. And um, in like late 2020, um, they were struggling a little bit because they had this one client that was really big and they... Um, it needed some help at like the end of the dryer. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm in college. I need money. Yeah. I'll, I'll come, I'll come work. And right. when I started working there, my plan was to not, to not stay there for very long. <laughs> um, but then I, so I started off at the end of the dryer, just like catching shirts, folding, mm -hmm. whatever. And then mm -hmm. I, became more interested in the way that everything works and i really got interested in like actually running the press like i love um i love being up by the press and like pulling shirts and everything yeah. so i started like learning more about screen printing and then um whenever we went like it really clicked for me that this is what i wanted to do when we went to long beach and I met mm. a bunch of other people in the industry and I became friends with some of them. And I was sure. like, and then like, I got so many ideas that like coming back, I wanted to bring back to the shop. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Like, I love screen mm. printing. Like I love this industry. Well, and, and just to add to that, um, us going to Long Beach was the launch of the Print Girl Mafia, which I think is a really cool group where it's, it's women in the industry and you know it's not a few there's a lot of women in the industry and that whole group is about empowering you guys to like be treated equally at, at the shows and in you know in any kind of interaction where so and then hmm. you know bravo to that and that's that's why i think it's it's a neat like i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, it was like perfect timing i think when you went where that happened as well so yeah it was like they like talking to them and meeting everyone in the print girl mafia i was like 
I love this community. Like they're so supportive and they're so like helpful. Like if I have questions, I can reach out to any of them and they're, they don't like criticize me for like not knowing something. It's like, they genuinely mm -hmm. want everyone to succeed. So sure. it was like, it was great meeting them and they're, they're just like the best people. So it's part, I think part of like the reason that I love mm -hmm what I'm doing so much is like the community and they have helped like foster that in me a lot. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. Um, okay. We got one more for you and I don't know. Um, <laughs> you guys aren't necessarily doing print on demand, but you are human and you have opinions. So this is the last question. You have to <laughs> peer into your crystal ball and you have to tell our listeners and us what do you think the future of print on demand is? Where's it going? Well, my answer, I think I saw it at Vegas. It was that carnival ride that's a freaking DTG printer that you put the shirt on, you scan the barcode, <laughs> it pre-treats, heats it, it throws it into mm -hmm. one of the two DTG printers, and it comes back around, heat presses it, and you have a finished shirt. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, second that. <laughs> was that the was that the oval? Do you remember what it was called? Other, I don't know what the name of it was, but it, it reminded me of like something you'd, you'd get on at a, an amusement park, and, and but you're making a shirt. Okay. <laughs> that's awesome. But I, I think you know, um, well, that and that's strictly looking at print on demand. I think hybrid is another way to go because, like, mm -hmm. I look at a shop. Well, our shop configuration. I'm pushing the limits to print that shirt that you held up. Like I've got an eight color 10 station and we had to move the flash to one of the unload stations. Cause we're, I just don't have the, the, the square footage to have a big wide 14 or 16 color press. I could put a hybrid in cause it's, you know, like a couple whites and then a, a digital mm -hmm. color. So that might be part of, of what's going on in the future, but hmm. what's to say? <laughs> Sure, sure. Well, cool. Well, guys, thanks for uh, spending your Monday night with us. Yeah. Um, and you guys are in uh, New Jersey? Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. That's what I said. Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I remember Pennsylvania. Uh, well, it was like I say, it was great having you guys on um, and just chatting hearing kind of where you guys are at and i can tell the excitement in your voices you know coming back from uh the print hustlers comp and it sounds like you guys you guys hit the hit the conference and trade show scene pretty hard this year man four shows four things that's pretty uh that's pretty that that's pretty awesome i'm sure you guys yeah. have a lot of ideas and things banging around your head and and i also hope you guys come out to iss in january and we can hang out a little bit yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, but thanks awesome. for coming on the show, guys. Rock, so we'll see. <laughs> yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming on, and hopefully we'll see you in January. Yeah, yeah thank you, guys. Yep. See so, you know, bad joke. Oh, that's right. <laughs> he saved it. You did. Wow, John. Do you, want, do you want? Do you want to be the third chair here? Because uh, you I know. apparently know do our job better than we do. It's time for the weekly dad joke. <laughs> time for the weekly dad joke. All right. So, Kaylee, if you haven't caught on by now, um, in my spare time, I make really ridiculous and un unnecessary bumpers specifically for this show. There's a lot of them. Uh, but 
That being said, it is time for the weekly dad joke. And so you guys are the guests. And Kaylee, I know you have a plethora of jokes to choose from for an undisclosed reason that we won't get into right now because that person may or may not be listening. And if they were, what a coincidence. But why don't we just get into uh, your guys' weekly dad joke? You can start us off here. Me? Yeah. All right. Uh, where do you learn to make ice cream? Where do you learn? No idea. Make... I have no idea. Sunday school. Wow, that was good. nice. Okay. All right. Well, I may or may not know why that particular source is left on red, but hey, that was great. It was a good. <laughs> it was a good, good dad joke. Uh, yeah. So, um, Travis, do you want to do ours? Uh, no, you go. You go ahead. You do okay. it. You do okay. it. All right. All right. So, what do you give a cannibal that is late to dinner? The cold shoulder. <laughs> and that's our dad joke of the week, John. Thank you so much for saving. You saved um, the whole show. The whole show, because had there not been a dad joke, inevitably someone. Out of the tens of hundreds of listeners that we have each week, would have pointed it out and wanted to know what happened. Uh, but yeah, thanks. And for those that are listening, uh, we did mention that uh, John was a previous guest on the show, and he is actually in episode 77. So you can find it there. Uh, Slow and steady print shop growth with John Yogodzinski. Uh, it was a great episode, and it's great to have you back on here, John. And we hope to catch up with you guys, not only in person. Hey, listen. If we do meet in person, we have a mobile rig now where we can actually record mm -hmm. on site. So okay. perhaps we'll just find a nice brewery or bar and find a dark. When I say dark corner, it says, sounds way more creepy than I'm intending it to. I'm just saying we can enjoy some drinks and record an in-person podcast and catch up on yeah. the show and how your experience at Rock is going. Because hopefully that goes through for you guys because that sounds like an incredible uh, opportunity for you. As long as the yeah. press runs fine, I won't be hitting the bar too hard. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. We'll, we'll see you guys soon. All right. See you. We want to thank John and Kaylee one more time for coming on to the show. It was great to catch up with John again uh, and see kind of where, where they have come from. Again, we mentioned episode 77 was the last time John was on the show. You can kind of go learn more about him, his background, how he started the Graphic Hive, um, and learn more you know, about his history. Uh, but it was great to have him back on with Kaylee. And uh, sounds like that trade show is, or that conference rather, is a lot of fun. Sounds like sounds like it was a good time. They kept talking about tacos. I meant to ask them who, which ones, what, what kind, what was your favorite? Was it a food truck? What's happening? Uh, but yeah, it sounds like it, it's a it's a lot of fun. So, um, what did you think of the conversation? Yeah. I loved it. I th I I was actually having a conversation about um, how it seems as though conferences have kind of like in the nineties conferences were all the rage. And it's interesting because I, I think they have probably less attendance now than they used to. And it's yeah. partially because information is free, you know, and it used to not be, you has to go somewhere and get that. But now, you to, yeah. you know, you have to seek it you, out, but now it just finds you. Yeah. And, um, and so when people have conferences and they actually have successful conferences and conferences that people want to go to, they have to make it more experience driven and relationship driven. Yeah. And I yeah. think from the, you know, the schedule I pulled up um, to see kind of what they were doing and then from what John 
um, and Kaylee were talking about, it seems like that's exactly what Print Hustlers Conference was. It was yeah. more experience driven and relationship driven than it was knowledge necessarily. Yeah. Um, and information. So uh, kudos to those guys. It does sound like a really cool conference. Um, and I would, I'd love to go someday, honestly, yeah. even though I'm not a screen printer, I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Just again, we've talked about a lot on the show about, you know, the conferences, trade shows, the best part is the networking, um, mm -hmm. not necessarily even the educational courses, but just the, the networking and seeing what's on the floor and it sounds like, you know, the Print Hustlers Conference, like you said, they've kind of realized that um, right. and put an emphasis on the experience, which if you pay attention to a lot of language around these kinds of events now, there, people are starting to use the word experience. It's a one night yeah. experience. It's a one day, ex you know, whatever, um, because they are wanting to make it more immersive than just come take a seat, wear a name tag, listen to a guy talk, you know, that kind mm -hmm. of thing. Um, but yeah, it sounds like a lot of fun. Sounds like it'd be a great one to to attend uh, in person. It sounds like they're also taking it further. I mean, in different, I guess it used to just be in Chicago. So it sounds like they're branching out from there. Um, so if we hear and or get more information about where they're going to be, if you're listening and you're interested, even if you're not a, pre a screen printer um, and you just kind of want to go immerse yourself and meet people and get some ideas and because you'll never, you never know what will happen uh, at, at these places with the people that you meet. Uh, we can definitely keep you guys updated as to, when the next one is going to take place and where i know one it's not a conference but uh i know one place that we might all be and that's iss long beach right. in january that is correct iss long beach now is the free registration for is it is it over did it did it end recently i, I actually, thought i saw something to that effect i it was the last it. Yeah, I posted about it last week, and then today I got an email, and I posted again today on a, on Monday that they have extended it through Friday. So if you're listening to this, and you're like, you know, you you're like, man, John and Kaylee really got a lot out of that. Maybe yeah. I should go to Long Beach. Well, you still can for free. Yep. It's not necessarily the conference part. I mean, although they do have a a training that you can pay extra to go to. The expo part is free. Um, so you know whatever yeah. you want to do so, yeah it's if you're a listening great to this, great show yeah if you're listening to this like travis said it's extended to the 18th so if you're listening to this before november 18th or even on november 18th uh you can register for free, free still and and get locked in and then let us know again in the facebook group if you are making plans to head that direction because we'd love to meet the, as many of, of you that listen to this show as possible just to say mm -hmm. hi you say thank you. I mean, honestly, you know, it's awesome to uh, to to meet people who who listen and are are gaining knowledge from what Travis and I, you know, the content that we're putting out there. Because that's that's the goal. We want to be helpful. And so when people right. let us know, hey, you guys have been really helpful in the beginning stages. Or I, I love the banter. I love the guests. I love the interviews. Whatever. Any and all feedback is welcome. Um, so yeah, we'd be really really happy to meet all of you guys. So let us know if you are in route to long beach january 20 the weekend of january 20th because we will want to connect and uh you know have a couple drinks and, and have a good time so uh with that travis anything else before we we wrap it up and uh take this one home no i think we're good go for it man awesome well again you heard me mention the facebook group 
Facebook is where you can join the group and uh, join the conversation, join the community, join the family. Let us know if you have any questions for any of our guests, for John, for Kaylee, any future guests, past guests. We try to you know, have them a part of the group so that you can tag them and ask them questions as well. But also just in general, any questions that you might have um, posted in there because inevitably someone in the community will have an answer or have some insight for you. That's not just Travis and myself. So uh, again, we started that to kind of hopefully have it be conducive to uh, building a community of people who are like-minded, who want to help one another succeed. Uh, so we're on other social media platforms as well, printonamancast.com slash YouTube and printonamancast.com slash Instagram. You can follow us there. Uh, wherever podcasts are, the PODcast is there for you. Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Google, uh, any of the other platforms are on like nine of the platforms out there, all of the major ones you can find us. If you're listening to the iTunes app, the podcast app, leave us a review. Let us know what you think of the show, your favorite guest, your favorite segment, your favorite dad joke, what you would like to hear. Uh, but what that does is it helps the algorithms and helps this information get to the people who need to hear it, who will find it as beneficial as you hopefully have up until this point for the last 117 episodes. So uh, really, um, that helps us out tremendously. And Travis and I are super grateful. And again, we will shout you out. If we do see that we have a new one, we will mention it and we'll let you, you know shout you out and say thank you and read the review um, so that you can tell all of your friends that your favorite print-on-demand podcast guys have shouted you out on their show. So, I mean, bragging rights, kind of, if they're That's big. <laughs> even, yeah, it's huge. You know, uh, but yeah, thank you guys so much. If you don't, if you don't like social media, by the way, you can email us info at and let us know the questions that you have. But other than that, Travis, anything else? We're good. Not a, not All a right. thing. All right. Well then for Josiah, I'm Josiah for Travis. We'll see you next week right here on the print on demand cast. <laughs> see ya. Good Lord. I don't know what's wrong with me. I can't really talk. True international pressure. <laughs> All right. See you guys next week. Hey, babe. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Print On Demand cast. We hope you enjoyed the Totally Tubular show. If you've got a question or a suggestion for the show, send Travis and Josiah an email at info at printondemandcast.com. Want to be wicked nice? Take a minute to rate and review the show on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to subscribe now so you don't miss next week's episode. See you next time for sure.